Welcome to the podcast of Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. We hope that you enjoy the sermons and other audio provided by us. Feel free to share what you find here, and we hope that it will be beneficial to you as you seek to know and follow Christ. John chapter 12. We've been going through the Gospel of John, and we have come within the last few sections of Scripture to the last week of Jesus' life. Verse 55 of of last chapter said, uh, Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and many went up from the country to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. They were looking for Jesus and saying to one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think? That He'll not come to the feast at all? Now, the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he should let them know so that they might arrest him. So we're coming to the point in Jesus' ministry where the Pharisees, the scribes, the council is getting ready to arrest Jesus so that they could crucify him. But before that happens, we have this week that is recorded, this week before the Passover, where we see things like what happened on Palm Sunday, you know, the story of Jesus' triumphal entry, and other things that Jesus did during that last week. But here, six days before the Passover, and depending on how you reckon it, it would be either Well, it probably would have had to have been Sunday, the first day of the week before the Passover began at sundown on on Friday. And what we see in this text tonight is an overwhelming expression of love towards Jesus. It's an overwhelming expression of love towards Jesus that was extravagant. There was no holding back. It didn't even make sense to the people that were there. But Jesus was worthy of it. Let's look at our text. John 12, beginning in verse 1. Six days before the Passover... Jesus, therefore, came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those reclining with him at the table. Mary, therefore, took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, he who was about to betray him, said, Why was this ointment not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? He said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. And having charge of the money bag, he used He used to help himself to what was put in it. Jesus said, leave her alone so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. 
For the poor you always have with you, but you do not always have me. When the large crowd of Jews learned that Jesus was there, they came, not only on account of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well, because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we pray that you would give us ears to hear and eyes to see. And Father, we pray that you would you would be with me. I need your grace. I need your strength. I am a, a wretch. And I need your enabling power to preach your word in Jesus' name. Amen. So it is six days before the Passover. The Passover, remember, is the time in which the Jews remembered their deliverance from Egypt. When the blood was placed on the doorposts so that the death angel would pass over them and eventually the Pharaoh let the people go from slavery. It was the the celebration of the time when God had delivered His people from bondage. And this was celebrated every year. And six days before this, Jesus decided to go to Bethany. Now remember, Jesus had just left Bethany. That's where He was whenever He raised Lazarus from the dead. But people, word was getting out that Jesus was doing all these miracles and the Pharisees, the scribes, the Sadducees, they wanted to kill Jesus. So He left. He wasn't around them publicly any longer because He was going to be the one who decided when He would give His life for us. And six days before Passover, that's whenever He chose to come. He came to where Lazarus was. He came back to where He had been before. And it references how Lazarus had been raised from the dead, and they gave a dinner for him there. Martha served. But isn't that what Martha was always doing? If you've read in other places about Martha and Mary, it's always Martha that's serving. Martha is, is serving, and Mary is the one who spends the time with Jesus at his feet. There was a there's another story where Mary was with Jesus, spending time with Him, and Martha was serving, and and she got upset because of Mary spending all this time, and she wasn't helping. Isn't that how we sometimes are? We want somebody who's there serving with us. But Jesus told Martha that Mary had chosen the better thing, to spend that time with Him, rather than the busyness. We see here Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those reclining at the table with him. He was eating with him. This man who had once been in a tomb for four days. This man who had once begun to stink because of his rotting flesh, who he had died. Yet, he was lying there, reclining at table with Jesus, eating and celebrating 
with him. Mary, therefore, took a pound of expensive ointment made from pure nard and anointed the feet of Jesus. This was expensive. Judas, you know, he was incensed that uh, she would take such an expensive perfume. It said 300 denarii. Basically, that means it was about a year's salary. Can you imagine taking a year's worth of your income, buying a perfume that is that expensive, and then just pouring it out on someone's feet? But that is the extravagance of the love that Mary that Mary had for Jesus. Who knows how she got this? I mean, it was expensive. It could have been sold for 300 denarii, a year's wages. Maybe it was, it was saved as, as, a, as an heirloom that was passed on. Who knows how she acquired this expensive ointment? Yet she had Jesus in her presence. She had the one who had raised her brother from the dead in her presence. These two stories are connected so much. They have the same characters, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. And even when we read about Lazarus, whenever it introduces Mary, it says this Mary is the same one who anointed Jesus' feet. So these stories are connected. What would cause Mary to love Jesus so much but that Jesus had raised her brother from the dead? She knew Jesus had this power to raise someone from the dead. And yet, while Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, He was preparing to die. We read, The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume, but Judas Iscariot, one of the disciples, who is the one about to betray Him, said, why was this ointment not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? And he said this not because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. Jesus said, leave her alone so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. Jesus was the one who was the light. Jesus was the one who said He was the resurrection and the life. He had proven it by raising Lazarus from the dead, and yet He says what she's doing there, what this overwhelming, extravagant love that she is showing to Jesus was preparation for the day of His burial. This story of, of Mary and, and her anointing Jesus' feet with this ointment, with this perfume, it was preparing him for burial. It was as if like the embalming process. It was, it was uh, anointing him as if he were already dead. Preparing and caring for his body to be buried. The story of Lazarus points to how Jesus gives life. And yet, this story points to how Jesus was going to give his life. And in the middle there, we have this interruption by Judas. You can imagine why he was upset. I mean, it was a year's wages. 
come on. Couldn't you find some cheaper perfume? Judas says, why wasn't this sold and given to the poor? Then we're told he didn't really care about the poor. What he cared about was his own benefit. What he cared about was being able to have his own money. He was the one who held the the purse. He was the treasurer among the disciples. And he, he thought this money should be sold and given to him so that he could hold on to it. And whenever he had needs, he could reach in and take whatever he needed. His concern was not for the poor, but for himself. What Bradley read from the Scriptures, blessed is the one who gives to the poor, who has concern for the poor. But that wasn't Judas. While he made a, it look like he had a concern for the poor, he didn't really have a concern for the poor. And another connection to that passage that Bradley read, he talked about his close friend, the one who he ate bread with, betrayed him. And here we have Judas, this one that Jesus would eat bread with at the Last Supper, who was getting ready to betray Jesus. His concern was not for the poor. His concern was for himself. And Jesus said, leave her alone so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. The poor you always have with you, but you don't always have me. He recognized that this was a a, a unique time. There was no other time like this in all of history or since then. That the Son of God would be preparing for His burial. That He would be walking among men. Jesus was quoting, or at least alluding to, Deuteronomy chapter 15 and verse 11. And it it says, the poor will always be in the land, so you need to care for the poor. That's what Deuteronomy 15.11 was the implication that he was making there, that the Lord was making there in that Scripture. The implication of the fact that you always have the poor with you is you need to go care for them. But Jesus here was saying, you always have the poor, but you don't always have Me. This valuable, extremely expensive perfume was prepared for this moment to point to the overwhelming value of Jesus, to to point to the extreme, extravagant love that Mary had for Jesus. And we contrast that with the others. Verse Verse 9 When the crowd of the Jews learned that Jesus was there, they came not only on account of him, him, but to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. 
So the chief priests made plans to put Lazarus to death as well, because on account of him, many Jews were going away and believing in Jesus. Contrast those two crowds. You have Mary, who Jesus had raised her brother from the dead, who was showing this extravagant love for Jesus in anointing His feet with this costly perfume and wiping her, His feet with her hair. And then you have the Pharisees, the religious leaders, who they were so angered, they hated Jesus so much that they wanted someone to put Lazarus to death. Because Lazarus was the sign of who Jesus was. He was a man who had been dead, who had been brought back to life. And so many people knew that Lazarus had died and had raised from the life, and it was, it was Jesus who had done it. And people were believing in Jesus. They wanted to stomp it out before it would spread. They hated Jesus so much that they wanted to murder. So what we see in this text, we have this one person who, who loves Jesus so much, she gave everything for Him. And what we see on the other hand is this crowd of people who hated Jesus so violently that they were ready to murder because of Jesus. We all have to make a decision about Jesus. We all come to a point... We, we, Jesus is not somebody that can just be... Neutral, that we can just be neutral about. He came as the Son of God. He came as the Lord of the universe. Who the, he's now the exalted Son of God, seated, seated at the Father's right hand, ruling and reigning over His creation, demanding that we bow to Him. And the Bible tells us that before we come to Jesus, we are all rebels, we are all sinners, we shake our fists at God. Raging against Him. Wanting to justify ourselves by our own works. Justify ourselves by being our own Lord. Being in control of our own life. Jesus is not neutral. We have to decide. Will we love Him so much that we will give it all like Mary? Or will we hold on to our own path, doing things our own way, and be like the Pharisees who would stop at nothing, even murder, to get away from Jesus? listening to this message from Redeemer Baptist Church of Panama. For more information, please visit us at RedeemerBaptistPanama.com or you can like us on Facebook.